Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I'm Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Still no Joe. <laughs> oh, what, were we expecting us? <laughs> <laughs> it's back to just the two of us. Thank you guys else. for uh, for joining us, Craft Root Sports Live, every Thursday night here on 12 Ounce Sports Radio and on Facebook Live. We got a hell of a show for you guys tonight. Super excited for this one. As we always do. Lots to get to tonight. Lots to get to. Uh, we're going to talk some NCAA actually doing something worthwhile for once. But also doing their yeah, usual you know. good and bad, good and bad <laughs> when it comes to them. One step forward and two steps back. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk some NBA playoffs, some NHL playoffs. Uh, lotteries. Lotteries, yes. we got to get into some draft situations talks <laughs> uh and the would you rather for this week so That's let's just uh, let's just get right into that because this is uh, i don't know why we did this man <laughs> i don't know why we, we i don't know what to we get were the reaction thinking. we got we are getting exactly what we hope to get uh, <laughs> exactly what we hope to get uh so let's talk about our would you rather scott i will hand it over to you so that you can break this down for everybody there really isn't anything to break down. Our would you rather this week, Mike suggested, hey, the the internet and Snapchat is all blowing up with the, the people uh, using the filter on Snapchat to make yourself look like a girl or a guy, whichever, you know, one you aren't. And Mike thought, <laughs> how funny would it be if we put up pictures of ourselves with the girl filter on there and just left it up to chance just <laughs> would you rather and here we are so our would you rather for the week is would you rather me or mike as a girl uh and if you're listening to the podcast or you're listening on 12 ounce head on over to our facebook page or onto twitter uh find the poll find the pictures and cast your vote don't ask what would you rather means just go with it just vote with your heart on would you rather so we we've got some comments that we just have to read on this uh cory says i'm out and leaving this group if i have to choose between these two <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug, shout out Doug Morgan. He's always chiming in on the show. He says, "Menage or nothing." That's <laughs> that's a good way to, to look at this one. That way you don't have to pick. Yeah. Uh, good friend Boyle says Scott looks like a chick named Brandy. That's a total bitch on the outside, but hilarious once you listen. No, that's not. You can say bitch. I don't know. Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> I don't think you can. I think you can. I go off. I'll of, take. The, I'll take the, the L on I this one. But I think you can say. How many times bitch. I've ever heard it said on the radio, and I can't think of many times I've heard 
bitch. I think you could say bitch. Radio. You could say you definitely could say bitch. But fine, whatever. I'm gonna Google it. You keep the, reading. The flag has been flipped, anyways, because we dropped it. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Anyways, Scott looks like a chick named Brandy that is a total bitch on the outside, but hilarious once you get to know her. And she's crazy in the sack. Mike looks like some chick named Destiny two E's who talks like a black chick and has a giant tramp tramp stamp and angel wings tattooed on her shoulder blades. <laughs> I do. I feel like I didn't put my best foot forward on this one. Like the, the picture is pretty awful on mine. I, 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 you, you went all out with this. You're laying on a pink pillow. You got the good angle. To be fair, I, you sent me yours first before I, I know. Post. So I thought, Oh wow. You had a I got to make sure I was going to say, I got to, I had to make sure that I stepped my game up. I didn't want to um, disappoint. I had no idea how I was going to, to photograph myself. I couldn't think of anything, and I saw yours and thought, all right, he's got the, the craft fruit sports background, so <laughs> he's got that angle. And I thought, man, that's going to send him on the top because people will be like, all right, well, he's represented the show. But then I thought to myself, F it, I'll just take a picture like a girl. And, and you nailed it. Your, your picture <laughs> nailed it. Uh, Matthew says, give me that dark chocolate. <laughs> It's talking about you, though, right? I think so. Totally about you. Uh, Joe wants to know, the real question is, does anyone pick Mike? The answer, Joe, is clearly not. This is lopsided from the beginning. It's going to take a miraculous comeback for me. Uh, Frankie says, Scott's got a little Rashida Jones going on. He could get it. There's more than one person, male, that has said I could get it, which I don't know how to take that. (laughs) Top fan Robert Taylor says, Mike kind of looks like the single teenage mother that smokes more rolls while breastfeeding and posts on her wall. Don't give a fuck if you like me or not, bitch. I'm a bitch and proud of it, middle finger emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Robert said that it was uh, your idea, so that explains the fact that we're doing this. Um, Is that because I run this show? Is that what he's saying? No, I oh, don't think that was at okay. all. Way to take liberty there. You don't run nothing. <laughs> uh, Loudbeard chiming in on the, the comments. Uh, Loudbeard from our buddies over on Scout Team Radio. I have to just get this out of the way. Scott is a hot chick. Okay, I said it. I feel much better now. <laughs> Can't deny that. Uh, oh, and our, our boy Patrick Capel uh, jumping in. Time to eat conies. Pat is uh, plowing through what his up, 1K county, uh, Coney Challenge. Um, man, this is, these comments are ridiculous. Oh, I see what he said. It was a Mike idea. So he's saying it was about, okay, great. Jesus, man, you didn't get that? No, I wasn't really paying attention to you is what happened. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, you're pulling a Scott, man. Got it. Uh, all right, let's get right into first pour, uh, for this week. And actually, before we do that, uh, I just want to give a special shout out to Dugout Mugs because our boys over at Dugout Mugs, hooked us up. So we have, once we started this partnership, we used to drink glasses that were designed by our buddy Tank Mansfield. He did the logo for the show. Uh, and ever since we've gotten these mugs, as awesome as it is to drink from bats, it's felt like we're lacking a little something. Uh, so we reached out to the, the crew over at Dugout Mugs and they hooked us up. Uh, you can see it right there on the camera. That is our logo on a bat that we are drinking from now. So now we get the best of both worlds. We're drinking from a bat and it's a bat that is uh, designed, uh, the logo is designed by Tank. So we get the best of both worlds. Dugout Mugs hooked us up with this and they will hook you up as well. 10% off your order. Just go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. And they will hook you up. <laughs> I realized as I was going through this, I was like, man, it's been a long time since we played that drop. And it's all because Joe's not here. 
anyways, let's get into the beer mm, of the week. You this can week. say bitch on radio, but individual radio stations regulate it. So mm-hmm. that would explain why I don't hear it frequently on the old Disney-owned ESPN radio. <laughs> yep, that they would. probably have come down on high and said, "Hey, don't use bitch." <laughs> that would make sense. All right, well, this week's beer of the week: Booming Rollers from Modern Times Beer out of San Diego, California. We've had a couple beers from Modern Times, and we've liked all of them. This one, a six point eight percent ABV brew. Um, once we saw this one, uh, once again, this is one of those Tavor descriptions that just sold us. Dry hopped with three different types of hops, lime, grapefruit, lemon, and passion fruit flavors. All of the mouthfeel. Yes, and then uh, evergreen and floral flavors mixed in as well. 3.94 uh, taps on untapped. Also wanted to point out, you said all of the fruits correctly, so we're good for another week. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I, do. I have been really practicing my fruit pronunciations, and I think I'm nailing them. Pretty proud of so that. So have I. Mike Berlon. There you go. What were you saying? Dick. Uh, what do you uh, What do you think of this beer off the jump here? Um, it's really happy when you open super up the can. Hoppy, right? Uh, yeah, it, that was first thing. It is a uh, punch you in the face with the uh, hops right off the 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 initial smell and initial open. Uh, tasting it though, I gotta say, it's just okay. Yeah, just yeah. all right. Uh, it, it, I. We've come a long way with our IPAs, and I, I, I tasted it. And my first thought was, "This flavor is pretty basic. <laughs> Nothing jumps out here." And it, I mean, it's not bad. There just isn't anything noticeable. It just oh, this is a, a, a smooth, cool drinking IPA. Nothing that uh, nothing jumps out at me. You know, it's kind of funny that you say that because my initial thoughts were, "Where's all these fruit flavors they advertise?" Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, there's it, it none has of all of these fruit flavors, but when I drink it, I think I taste an IPA. There's yeah. nothing that distingu- a good IPA, but yeah. Not there's nothing that distinguishes this though from any other like basic good IPA. It's right. Just, oh, okay, that's a solid IPA. It's pretty that's good. It. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's not it's bad. Just, it's just. We've talked about it before. When you don't deliver on what you advertise, it makes us feel a little and dirty in, inside. In our, in our case, when you, uh, when we've been on this IPA journey, and I feel like each week we get progressively more interested in more things, yeah. and and our, you know, our taste buds and our t- beer taste in general have just changed. I, you know, I've got more snobbish. And I just we I, really have. I taste more this snobbish. and I think. This is good. It's, it's solid. It's you know good. It'll get the job done. Yeah. Another one that a year ago I would have. Oh, I caught a whiff of that. I'm gonna be lucky to get through one of these tonight. And instead, I, I, I'm thinking I'll drink three of these and won't have a problem. They just they'll go well, down really quickly. Now, do you think your palate is a little off tonight because of the three Natter days you had pre-show? Do you think that may have? Uh, no, fluctuated things a little no, bit. No, because of the description you just gave. So <laughs> that that right there tells me that uh, there's no way that I'm wrong. It just you know, happens to be that I, I enjoy beer while you're trying to judge. Well, we uh, will Robert see. says that Mean Girls is on, and whenever Mean Girls is on, it's a good night. <laughs> Top ten movie of all time. Frankie says we're some sassy bitches tonight, and I would have to agree. Uh, <laughs> we are we are feeling super sassy. Uh, and and Loudbeard Loudbeard chiming in with another thing, and I'm glad he said this because I was yeah. going to bring it up too. Six point eight percent is a little weak. He expected more, seven point two at least. Uh, and that's what that's what I'm saying when I, I call it just kind of you know you drink it and you think <laughs> all right that's okay. I mean it's just very smooth drinking where I'm just going to be sucking it down and not really there's nothing 
that nothing that jumps out at me. Yeah. So Andy says anything under eight percent is a session, and <laughs> that's stroking like a true beer fan right there. No doubt. Robert wants us to get some sour ales. That's the next thing we need to jump on is some sours. We I think we've crossed the the threshold in IPAs. We've become and IPA we, fans. The next thing is to get into sours. Individually, we've tasted uh, sours. Yeah, Fifty West has brought some sours yeah, for post show. We've stuff. had other sours just off the show, but we've never done a sour on the show that I can remember. Right? That's, no, nothing on the show. Nothing and on the show. It, it's. I don't think it's ever been that we were necessarily avoiding them, and it wasn't like IPAs to where we, you know, our palate was, and we don't want to try them. It's just been. Whenever we see descriptions, I know a lot of times when we look on Tavor, we get outpriced on all the That's sours. what kills us on the sours. sours. They're very expensive. expensive. Yeah. And so it's just a you know, formality as far right. as why we haven't really had any. But I, I do agree that we that's our next venture into uh, different types of beers is we need to hit up get the on them sours. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. Uh, uh, let's get into Upper Deck here. Um, brought to you, as always, by Miniman Tickets. Go hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com, no matter what you're trying to see. Hockey, basketball, rib cook-offs, it doesn't matter. They got tickets for everything. MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call, 614-943-3000. Avoid all of the fees. Tell them you heard about them right here on our show, Craft Brood Sports. Uh, They're good dudes, Ohio guys, sports fans. They'll take care of you. Shout out, Miniman Tickets. Scott. Let's I'm, lead us off. I'm just gonna hang out. I mean, that's t- two times now. That you sorry, man. I'm just I'm, I'm flowing. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 flowing. Not, I'm, I'm not mad I'm at you. I'm just <laughs> sitting back. Uh, he'll let me know when I need to talk. I'm, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Uh, but we mentioned at the top of the show the NCAA. They're back at it again. We're going to talk about it in a minute where they may have done something that could make us all happy and totally redeem themselves in certain ways, but. For this story, they've done something else where we have to shame them, and this is the second time in the last couple of months where it has to do with transfer rules. So um, they always seem to manage to mess thing up, mess things up when it comes to transfer rules. Like no matter what, it should just be that these kids who aren't getting paid for anything aren't you know don't, can't make any money off their likenesses, and, and the coaches are free to leave jobs at any time. You know, these these kids should be able to go to school and be eligible to play right away. Well, in this case, it's even more egregious because a former Michigan four-star recruit offensive lineman named James Hudson actually transferred here to Cincinnati to play for UC after spending two seasons up in Michigan. Turns out that the reason, though, that he transferred wasn't just because he wanted to change the scenery or things weren't going well or playing time or any of the usual rules. It's because he revealed recently that he was dealing with mental health issues and he never mm. spoke up about them because, big shocker, in the world of football and sports and all that in general, he didn't want to look weak. So he didn't say anything until recently. He just felt comfortable bringing it to the table. And the NCAA basically shit all over that and said, well, that's too bad that you have mental health issues. We're not going to let you play and be eligible right away. You still have to sit out a year because you didn't bring this up sooner. Basically, more or less accusing him of lying about it. Yeah, saying that using mental health as an excuse to be able to get the medical exempt to have the one-year eligibility waived. That's unreal. So they just said, too bad, so sad, sit out the year, and next time, bring up mental health. And this is much like, you know, the the kind of the, the whole rape culture where it's like, Women don't speak out because they feel uncomfortable and they don't they don't feel like they'll be believed and yada yada yada. 
And you have the same thing in mental health where people don't speak up because it's kind of the invisible disease and people don't necessarily believe you or they say you're using it as an excuse. And here the NCAA is perpetuating that horrible stereotype and saying, yeah, well, even if you do have mental issues, should have said something sooner. I'm hoping we're getting to a point where athletes do feel more comfortable. Like I know in the NBA, there's a big push for mental health uh, awareness. Like Kevin Love came out and and talked about the the struggles that he's had. So hopefully... Slowly but surely, it's a thing that's going across sports. But when you have situations like this... When the NCAA NCAA shits all over it. Basically says... Yeah, we don't really believe you, and if it's true, well, we're still going to make you, you know, sit out for yeah. it because it is what it is. Tough shit. That doesn't. That's not going to make the next guy feel any more comfortable. No, the next guy's going to be like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Right? I'm yeah, fine. I'll just deal with it or, because, or maybe this will be something that uh, the next guy will be more likely to talk about it because he doesn't. If he does have to transfer to be closer to home or or whatever, he doesn't want this same type of ruling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to stand up for the NCAA in any way, shape, or form on this, but maybe. If there is any type of silver lining, it is that somebody down the road is like, well, I guess I just got to talk about this then just in case. Right. And they start bringing it up. Um, but shitty on the NCAA's part, man. What the hell? That's two stories now where somebody tried to transfer close to home for like legitimate reasons. And the NCAA has their bullshit reasons for keeping them from playing on the field. And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, the kid transferred and he wants to play. Should they, should he need a real reason? I mean, what, right. or whatever the NCAA justifies as a real reason. Yeah. It should just be, hey, you know what? Michigan didn't work out. Uh, you right. know, I've only got so much time in I'm college. Not, yeah, I have, I, I'd, lo- I'd love to play. Yeah, and I'm have, not getting that. I opportunity have four up years there. and I want to play. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is, should be a good that's enough, enough reason. reason. Shouldn't yeah. even have to divulge that he's having mental health right. issues. But you know, as per usual, NCAA screws the pooch. F the NCAA. All right, let's talk about, uh, let's lighten the mood a little bit here. So this week uh, was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day belated to uh, all the mothers out there, uh, especially to Cheryl and Alex and my mom and your mom. Yes. Uh, I, I really regretted not saying that at the last show. I, I thought about that. <laughs> I, was, I thought about that probably Saturday afternoon. Oh, no, we recorded a show before Mother's Day. I didn't, didn't mention, mention it, it at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt really sad. Luckily, my wife doesn't listen to the show, so it's all good on my side. <laughs> uh, but anyways, the Padres did not forget and they were really trying to get behind mother's day they changed their handle on twitter uh they changed their name I to madres so much. uh the big mistake though was they changed the actual handle so not only did they just change the name which a lot of people do we saw brandy do that she changes her name to brandy lannister during game of thrones uh so they changed their name to madres and then changed the handle to at madres well the problem is once you free up that handle somebody else can swoop in and take it and that's exactly what happened this weekend uh, a guy named ricky padilla swooped in stole the at padres handle uh absolutely just swiped it away from them he owned it for a while and the best part about it was people didn't really realize because they you know it's still just, tweeting at the handle. it's just the at right. padres handle uh so this guy was actually pretty smart Martin just started responding back to people. Uh, so some dude said, hey, at Padres, can we call up Urias now? And he was like, sure. And they're like, thank you, Padres. How about Kinsler? Can we DFA him now? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. We're cool with that. <laughs> so he's just like making roster moves and like fucking with the fans completely with the at Padres Twitter handle. I absolutely love that they did that or that he did this. He was able to so swipe it up. So good. And an egregious mistake by the Padres. You would think that they wouldn't go that far or maybe they just didn't know or 
Maybe the social media person got fired. It might be, yeah, it might be somebody who. All knew I know it is this. that by the time we found this story, everything had been resolved. So I don't know how they were able to do this because I'm sitting there thinking, if I was able to pull this off, you'd be having to come correct with some dough or something. I was going to say you got to pay me to get yeah, this handle back because like, this is mine I, now. Yeah, exactly. Especially when nobody noticed it immediately. Right, it's right. Like that. Think about the timing it took on everybody's party that. Guy sees this, realizes in that moment, immediately logs into changes, you know, Twitter handle, and like, you know, it's accepted. I mean, it took such great timing on his part to do yeah, that. Yeah, you but. just have to be scrolling at the right moment and see Absolutely. at Madres, and you're like, wait a second, did they change their handle? Mine now. This, I just pictured Debo doing this, just snatching up the chain. This is my handle now. <laughs> and the, the Padres are crawling back to there. My grandmama gave me that handle. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I, I love how funny that it it is when you just think about the whole thing, but odd that the Padres fell victim to it. Yeah. I, I would think that any type of professional entity wouldn't right that they would be smart enough here we are like you know if, if for whatever reason one of our twitter handles got stolen in a moment of you know <laughs> oops i did this and it, it would totally make sense but not that. <laughs> i don't think anybody's clamoring to ski to steal at mike burlon or at scotty k underscore junior not even a little <laughs> but either way i you know for purposes of mentioning that you know part of the story moving on <laughs> <laughs> Um, give me one second because I'm you know over here fumbling <laughs> like an idiot. But uh, pro show first, here, pro show. Everybody. I know if at first you can't succeed, steal a bunch of money. I, I and like that's this. seriously I like when this. if this show doesn't take off and we don't end up rich, I'm just gonna go into something and steal a bunch of money. And that's exactly what this once major league pitcher did uh, by the name of Ben Hendrickson. And even being the super baseball fan that I am, I don't know never heard is. of Ben Hendrickson. No clue. But uh, Hendrickson once played for the Brewers, and he wasn't very good, which is probably why we never heard of him. He finished <laughs> with a career record of 1-10, in 10, and he had a 7.41 ERA in, four, in only 58 and a third innings pitched. So solid. Solid pitcher. Solid pitcher. 37 strikeouts, though, which is 37 more than we'll ever have. So he does have that going on. <laughs> uh, but he also has one more personal strikeout on his record. Uh, dude quit pitching to become an accountant in Minnesota and this week he got busted for stealing at least a cool $145,000 and I say at least because the flooring company Floors Northwest which is where he worked uh, that's where he's an accountant for uh, they're accusing him of stealing a quarter million in total so they were only able to prove $145K but they say Hey, this dude took us for $250,000. Damn. Uh, he got arrested. Um, and the way he did, that he did it was he would alter the amount of cash that he re- would receive to make it appear as though he collected less funds from the sales employees. And then he even went on and deposited a lesser <laughs> amount and kept the remainder. There was also another part where... So this dude's just like... Going to his bank with like money, yeah, just like depositing it. Like, no, nah, this is like, cool. Nothing ever this happened. Is normal. Uh, he even moved 10k out of company funds straight into a personal health account to take care of his health issues. Smart, smart man, and, smart man. Can't believe the, he got caught. How crazy is that? Well, Weird, and, right? And the best part is when the police arrested him and, and spoke to him about it. He estimated that he had stolen sixty to fifty thousand dollars. So he was only off by about. 
$200,000 in his estimate. Well, I mean, he's clearly not a good accountant, so that makes sense. He's like, I probably only took about 60 k Another f- fun fact about this, he's facing 90 days in jail for this. 90 days in jail? 90 days in jail. <laughs> 90 days in jail for this whole thing. Like, if convicted, he's going to serve 90 days. That's not... I didn't think that that's bad. Like, that's not terrible. If you told me right now you've got to go to jail for 90 days, but you also, before that... Get about a quarter of a million? Yeah, you you had $250,000 that, you know, you were able to... To embezzle, and you don't have to give that back, and they're not. There's nothing that's going to happen to you for that. You just have to spend 90 days in jail. Well, put craft brewed sports on hiatus for 90 days. I'll <laughs> see you in 90 days because 250 thousand dollars totally worth it. <laughs> just saying. But what if they like take the money? Because that's probably what's going to happen, right? They're going to confiscate well, that cash. But most likely, he spent most of it, especially mm, for the medical point. funds and all that stuff. That's a good he point. Was, he also mentioned that the part of the reason he did it is because he was struggling with bills, and you know he was just so behind, and he couldn't keep up with everything you know in his life. So my guess is most of that money's gone. Yeah, that's a good point. This wasn't that's just fair. a one-time two hundred fifty thousand dollar deposit that they then caught him for a few days later, and they could just be ah, you got me. Here's all the money back. <laughs> most of it's probably spent. Yeah, but so. now they're gonna seize assets. You can't. You're like, yeah, you spent it, but now you don't have a house anymore. I, guess. I don't know. I'm just saying, good to be white. <laughs> well, that's that's true. I can vouch for that. Uh, it, it is pretty good to be white. Um, anyways, uh, also, man, it's really good to be a man right about now. Like, it, white dudes coming back. Uh, anyways, no doubt. <laughs> so there's a brewery in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Unknown Brewing Company. Solid name for a brewery. <laughs> I'm really pumped about that. Well, anyways, they had their van out front, and uh, somebody stole the van this week. Uh, so the brewery went to Instagram, offered anyone who could locate it a free keg party. They even made like a corny joke where they were like, if you were the one that took it, bring it back. You can get a free keg party too. <laughs> Smile for the camera. <laughs> well, normally whenever you hear a story like this where it's like somebody offering a reward, everybody just is heads in the sand. Nobody can do anything. But apparently the key here is free beer because 42 minutes later, they had received a tip or standing outside of their van on a street tweeting at the charlotte police like hey we're here with the van where you at cops (laughs) imagine if they had offered beer for the missing money at the flooring company 42 minutes would seem slow here it is here's all the yeah every every bit of this money right back (laughs) i Uh, love that though caroline faith won the the keg party so many times you hear where companies and, and and rich people offer up X amount of cash or certain things for tips on crimes and nothing ever comes of it. And that's why a lot of those people do that because they know eh, it probably won't happen. So I don't right. really I have can, to worry yeah. about it. And then this, in this case, it's a it's a cake. So it doesn't really like, yeah, it costs the company something, but not much. Well, and not only that, I mean, it's beer. So it's not cash. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. sure, they, they, you know, they're missing out on 50 bucks or whatever if they were to sell the keg. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if they... If they, ever, if they were like, hey, Craft uh, Root Sports, you want to come make dad pops here and we'll give the keg away for free at this keg party? I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. No doubt. If somebody wants to make dad pops, we'll be all in for that. I mean, just, just slide into our DMs. Hashtag dad pops. We're here. I'll do a home brewer. If, if you want to make dad pops with us, let's we do it. We bathtub brew it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Is this moonshine? <laughs> dad pops. But yeah, 42 minutes. Uh, that's got to be some type of record. And it just, all it took 
beer. And this lady just like posted a picture. She's like, is this your van? It's on my street. Found it. <laughs> Which you got to be dumb to steal a brewery's van. And like, then it's just got park their, it in a neighborhood. It's got their logo on it. It's and got then like, park it not right. that far. You're just like, here, it's, uh, we're, we're just going to park it down the street a little bit so they don't know it was us. Yeah. Dummies. Put some, put some brush over it. <laughs> they'll, they'll never notice their logo behind it. Uh, moving on. Uh, so obviously we've talked plenty on this show about the Drake curse and how much we hate Aubrey. At least me. I, I can't necessarily speak for the other two, but I am not an Aubrey fan. Well, that's right. Uh, Kiss 103.7 in Milwaukee is not playing any Drake on their station until the Bucks win the series currently against the Toronto Raptors. But up in Toronto on KISS 92.5, they decided that they won't play the most famous Milwaukee artist. Which, when they stopped to think about it, they couldn't think of who the most famous Milwaukee artist was. Didn't really think that out. So they decided that they were going to go on ahead and just not play Steve Miller. Uh, he's got the last name Miller. They're really big fans of Miller down there. And Miller he's Brewery. from Milwaukee. Steve Miller's from Milwaukee. Right. I mean, they, they're making all the associations, and it's like a Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah, right. We got uh, this loose tie. He's from there. He's got the last name Miller. No Steve Miller this this week, folks. <laughs> Even though nobody's been clamoring for Steve Miller this week. That's the funny part. <laughs> right. Drake is yes. relatively, you know, it's, played well, in heavy it's, rotation. It's a all these stations. radio stations. Yeah, so, so these are he's pop, like, heavily top in rotation. Steve Miller isn't somebody that any anybody any you radio station across the country is currently you playing that's hearing, not oldies. Right, you weren't hearing uh, the Joker or Fly Like an Eagle on Top 40 anytime soon. Like it's not it's But I still love happening. this cuz again, any station that says, "You know what? We're not playing Drake cuz FM, I'm all for it." You know, we didn't it was a little quiet when I did Let's it. Let's play it again. So. I don't give a damn about no damn Drake night. There you go. Thank Never you forget. Kevin. Thank you Kevin Durant. Appreciate KD, that. Uh, bringing the heat. That's the one thing that I really like about Kevin Durant. It's my favorite right thing there. about Kevin Durant, actually. <laughs> it's kind of the only thing I like about Kevin Durant. That and his boat-sized shoes and feet. That dude's got some long feet, and I, I kind of respect that. Uh, anyways, that got weird. Uh, so <laughs> let's, let's finish up Upper Deck here. A company, Big 7 Travel, did a survey to determine the sexiest accent in the United States. That's right, what we've all been waiting to find out. The results staggering scott uh first of all pittsburgh came in at number 43 cincinnati 42 cincinnati finally beat pittsburgh in something <laughs> the 42nd sexiest accent in the united states cincinnati. i don't even know what a cincinnati accent sounds like. i don't know either because uh every uh, time somebody says something about a midwest accent i think to myself what just put like a skyline coney in your face and then try to talk i think that's the cincinnati accent that makes still just like (laughs) 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 pittsburgh with their weird like yins and downtown and all that yeah i mean most accents accents have that at least makes sense cincinnati i don't i don't hear anything maybe it's because like most of the people that we associate with are from cleveland they're not really right. from Cincinnati. I don't know, man. I, My wife's from Cincinnati. I don't it. think she has an accent. They're just it, not every place has an accent, right? I mean, there's specific regions well, that have then, accents, yeah. But not and then this gets a little weirder. Uh, shout out to Girls Beer Sports here on Twelve Ounce Sports Radio. Uh, Kentucky came in at number twenty six. I feel like that's painting that's with a, a broad brush south. because there's a lot of Kentucky. Kentucky is one of those places where you can go to like Lexington or Louisville and you get that like. 
um, sweet tea, like kind of like Southern princess type uh, yeah. accent. But then you go five miles outside of that, and it's like, whoa, NASCAR motherfucker. Like, oh, shit, okay, wow. <laughs> so there's a wide range in Kentucky. You can't just say a Kentucky accent. Um, but anyways, the reason why this became a, a trending story this week, um, big ups to Blake, uh, all those sexy Texans taking the top spot. Texans apparently have the sexiest accent in the United States. Number two, according to the survey, the Boston accent. Fuck yeah! What? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know what's sexy about that. It's that the Boston accent is super it's, aggressive. It's very strange. It's, it's a super it's an aggressive awful accent. And- and, and annoying. I mean, I get the whole oh Southern Belle, you know, for like the South and the right, thing. right. Like, that totally makes sense from a. All right, I could see why people find it interesting. The Boston accent, it's angry and aggressive. It's much like New York, right? And it's, it's just you know yeah, harsh. It's there's very nothing, harsh. There's, there's nothing appealing about it. I don't know. And and I guess when I think Boston accent, I only think of like the male version of it. I don't think of like a female Bostonian speaking. So maybe that's different, but all I picture is like Mark Wahlberg and there's nothing good about Mark Wahlberg's voice when he does. And and here's the other thing too. The Boston accent is so terribly overdone in everything. Greg Johnson. It's made fun of a lot. Greg Johnson has an awesome joke about uh, the Boston accent and how it's overused in every single trailer. Like Hollywood is in love with the Boston accent. It's like this summer, Marky Wahlberg. I am not a cop. And he, like that's all the accent Ugh. is every time. Uh, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Miniman Tickets and by the Boston Accent. Weird. Leave us a comment below or tweet at us. Do you think the Boston Accent is sexy? Yeah. Because I feel like the answer has to be no. And don't even necessarily... It- if it's this sexy, survey just, was just you find it tolerable. This survey that's was my, that's my thing. I just it's very annoying. This survey was just done in Boston, I think. It had to have been. <laughs> oh, There's... our accent's wicked awesome or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's only us voting, so <laughs> guess we're gonna win this on a landslide. How did Texas win? <laughs> we thought we rigged this. We're going to go ahead and open up the uh, the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK, if you guys want to call in, uh, talk to us in the Boston accent if you want, whatever. Uh, we actually had a voicemail that came through yesterday. Oh, snap. Um, I, I'm interested to hear hey this one. Hey there, uh, Mike. This is your proctologist, uh, Dr. Fingerstein. Just <laughs> wanted to give you a call uh, to apologize. Uh, I know things got a little weird when I was looking into your eyes at today's appointment. Uh, I kind of lingered. A little too much. I thought there was a connection when we shook hands when you first came in, and uh, clearly there wasn't, or maybe there was. I don't know. But uh, if there's not, then I just want to apologize for for that. Want to keep things professional. And uh, if, you know, if there was a connection, I'm open to suggestions. Anyways, um, <laughs> checking your results. Just, uh, just eat more fiber, okay? All right. Have a good day, Mike. And again, my sincerest apologies if there was no connection. All right, bye. You you go to a proctologist named Fingerstein? Well, you know, I just figured like that was the it was a natural <laughs> progression. Like, if you're gonna go to a proctologist and the guy's name is Fingerstein, he's probably gonna be one of the best, right? Like, I, sure. You go into the field because Fingerstein. Like, mm. that's yeah, sure. Um, wow. Very embarrassing that he called into the show. I was just gonna um, say very personal, but 
Good for you. I mean, you know what? We're almost to that age. We are. That's what sucks, man. Yeah. We're like at that point now where we're going to have to start doing that on the regular. Ooh. Not just for like... Yeah, not, as not just, just a joke. Pleasure just... visits. Like I mean, not pleasure visit, but like just... You know what I mean. Um, mm. Anyways, Dr. Fingerstein, thanks for that uh, call. Uh, and be sure to listen to Scout Team Radio to hear some more of Dr. Fingerstein. Dude, this just in. Guess who the new Batman is? Who? This is why DC continues to mess up. Who is it? Who is it? Robert Pattinson. If you thought... <laughs> if you thought to yourself, man... Vampires and werewolves would make good I'd, Batman. I, apparently, the rap air horn won't stop playing. <laughs> the rap air horn is just as excited about Robert Pattinson as we all are. Wow, that's uh, DC. Okay, who's the worst Batman? Who's your worst Batman? Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Pick. Clooney is easily to me the, the and I don't even know that it was necessarily his fault. That movie was just. God awful. Are we just going... I guess I should have clarified. Because if we're including TV, I'd probably put Adam West as one of the worst Batman. Really? Yeah. No, I think awful. Adam West is Dude, awesome. he was spilling out of his bat suit. I like, know, that was, but it was so cheesy. And it was super it was cheesy. That's why... And, no, I, I love Adam West. The, uh, the gif of him like running with the bomb over his head just makes me laugh every time where he like turns and there's nuns. And then he turns around with the bomb and there's like school kids. It's just I remember watching worst. that episode. Like, as a child, I remember because it was so overly large. I'm like, what? Why is the bomb so big? But that's back when I thought all bombs were just circles with a wick on them. Like, <laughs> and that's why I didn't understand. I thought, why is that bomb so big? In Mario, you hold it like he holds it in the palm of his hand. Why is it bigger than him? And uh, Loudbeard chiming in saying, Pattinson, <laughs> Pattinson is the worst Batman already. <laughs> and that's true. I mean, immediately he does become the worst Batman. I haven't seen anything from him. Automatically the yes. worst Batman. Uh, I would and he also says Adam agree. West is the best. I agree. I mean, I don't know that he's the best, but I, I love Adam West Batman because it's just classic and cheesy. Just, and well, I just don't, it, I don't think Batman when I think Adam West. Like, it's just, it's old guy. It, it's not a, a convincing Batman to me. Like, Batman is supposed to be this smooth, rich, millionaire dude who can fight crime, and Adam West is just like this frumpy old dude. I just don't, I can't get behind it. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll fight to the death on this one. Um, anti shark spray was Adam West Batman, was Adam West Batman's best weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Loud beer bringing the heat again. All right. Uh, let's, let's talk a little sports because I could talk Batman all night long. Can we can we talk about the NCAA doing something good? Yeah, let's do that because it's so it happens so infrequently. It really is. So uh, it came out this week that the NCAA is putting together a group that is going to examine um, hot, recently passed state and federal legislature, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to try to look into this and see what it means for the student athlete and for the NCAA when it comes to the student athlete's image and likeness. So everybody, as soon as this came up, the immediate thought was, fuck yes, NCAA football is coming back. That's the only thing anybody cared about. (laughs) Nobody cares anything about the players actually getting their money, getting to make uh, endorsements and anything on their likenesses. It's totally, oh my God, this is reversing Ed O'Bannon. We will get NCAA back. And that was the first thing I thought when I saw it. If that's the only thing that comes out of this, players still make no money. They still can't get money. <laughs> but when NCAA football back? back, is this a good thing? I'm okay with it. Yes. <laughs> 
I will immediately change my tune. And I feel so bad for all the student athletes that I've advocated for over the past few years. But if I get the NCAA back, they can go back to the BCS for all I care. I fought tooth and nail for fuck the playoffs. You, fuck your playoffs. <laughs> fuck you getting paid. Just give me my if NCAA back. If the NCAA came out and said, we will totally endorse whatever it takes to get NCAA football back on all your consoles, but we have to go back to the BCS and we will never pay players for the rest of history, I'd sign that petition. <laughs> I'm not an NCAA athlete. I don't care. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I would I would be the exact same way. Here's what's interesting, though. So all that was said was that the NCAA was forming a group of commissioners to examine this. They never said, hey, we're doing this oh, yeah. because we might pay right. players. It was probably, hey, get this together to make sure we don't have to pay these guys. Like, everybody jumped to, whoa, 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 the NCAA's well, looking into this? Also, if you say, hey, we're forming this committee to look at it, it gets people off your back in general from the firm, right. hard stance of, oh, no, we're, we're refusing to do anything about this. But if they, they say, hey, we're, we're, we're looking into this, we're thinking about it, then people immediately assume oh man this means that this is going to happen when in actuality they can just sit on it and it just gives them the goodwill that we're giving them even though they totally could just sit on this forever yeah i totally think that's what ever come out with anything they could just be like ah well we determined that there was nothing there and we died in committee sorry died in committee we tried yeah we looked into it we gave it it our best college effort (laughs) sorry we gave it our best Non-paid athlete, college <laughs> student, amateur <effort>. athlete. <laughs> so, do you think there's any chance with this committee being formed? Do you think there's any chance that we get our video game back, or are we going to suffer for the rest of our lives? Are our sons going to grow up never knowing the joy of an NCAA football game? No, I don't think we ever get it back. I don't think so either. Man. I, I gave I, I gave up hope probably. <sighs> I want to say three years in, it was just like, you know what? This isn't happening because at some point, not only do you get to the point where, all right, legally and all that stuff, they don't want to have to worry about it. But just from a technical standpoint, I know that they could just rip off the, but they had NCAA had finally gotten to the point where it wasn't just Madden's little brother. It wasn't just, yeah, it it wasn't just pushing Madden to make changes. It wasn't just Madden, Madden's engine with NCAA slapped on the cover. It had become its own entity. It had finally broken out. And honestly, for a guy who loves the NFL first and foremost and doesn't have an NHL or NCAA team, I enjoyed it much more as a game. I looked forward more to the NCAA games, but the the fact that they we've come so far away from that time and it, and how how far it would take to get I just I don't think that there's there's just too many moving parts for it to ever be the case. The only thing that there's this slight bit of hope I don't know if you knew this because I follow much more random video I don't play uh, the the 2K series necessarily but apparently. I believe it's 2K where they do have, and, and this was, this was always the thing that they said after the whole Ed O'Bannon, O'Bannon thing came out was that individual colleges could negotiate with video game companies mm. to still include themselves. And I, I don't know if it was the 2K or an upcoming game or maybe it might even be this year's Madden where oh, there, yeah, are there are like are 10 or 12 there. colleges yeah. in there and they, they have individually gone to, uh, EA and negotiated being in the game. 
the the only problem with that is you know the game had gotten every single you know D one school and all that right and they're not ever going to get to the point where they can individually negotiate with every single D one school. It's only the top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, most popular ones that have gone and done that. So, it, realistically, that isn't something. But it, it is that still that where the door isn't all the way shut. Yeah, to where if you told me someday <laughs> that I was telling my grandkids about how great NCAA used to be, and you know, they're, they're amazed that there's one coming out, it can be like, well, I knew this door wasn't closed, but let me tell you about See, w- when it was at its height. I lean more towards it being closed, <clears throat> only because. Why haven't we gotten a generic knockoff at this point? Like when this whole thing came out, it was NCAA is dead, but you can always do what Bill Walsh college football did back in the, in the Sega Genesis days where it wasn't Notre Dame. It was South Bend. It wasn't Michigan Wolverines. It was Ann Arbor. And they, all they did just was they had the color scheme, but it wasn't the exact uniforms and the players were just nondescript guys. Like it was just like, Oh, that's just because the quarterback because of what we just talked about. It got to a point where that was unacceptable. When they, we were but kids no, but the difference up, is the difference is all it takes is one nerd to go in and do a roster update and put it up on oh no on I, Xbox Live I, or I, PlayStation, I get, I get and then that, you've got it, you've got the team. It's just the initial selling point, though. Like when we were growing up, that was acceptable because it was just oh my god, you've got this football game and you didn't care, and you know, and it wasn't even you couldn't even do that back then. You couldn't even right. get the online. But it's come to a point where, I mean, even me, I wouldn't buy a game that just came out with generic things and then okay, you still but what had if to it upload was a, things. What if it was a game that out of the box was generic, but then literally you just pressed a button, it connected to the internet, downloaded stuff from a private entity, nothing related to EA Sports, it just downloaded everything, and then you have NCAA again. Because the technology is there to do that. You know I, what I mean? I mean, like, essentially, if that was the case, I suppose it, it would be all right. It just, that it, it, it depends on so many things. And I mean, a good example of that is I wait to buy MLB. And I, I, at this point, I, I haven't bought it since before. I bought it this year, but I hadn't bought it since 2012. But that's just because of a roster issue and it stayed the same and all that stuff. But my thing has always <laughs> been. The minor league rosters, because they don't have the deal for all those player likenesses and names and all that stuff, aren't there. So it's all just fake. Anybody who hasn't played at least a single major league game, it's all fake yeah. rosters and guys. Right, right. Well, I want all the minor league guys and all that stuff if you've got all that. You're such they a have nerd. AAA through single A. Well, there's a community out there, and you know the internet is like, they create all of that stuff and go through and They go through the minor league rosters. Single A, Triple A, and Double A, and create every single guy. And it usually takes about a month or so after the game is released for all this to happen. I waited until the game, or until I found that that roster file on the internet to buy the game, dude. That's and the- then upload it, and it's the most amazing thing because they, that's crazy. Like Sony knows, all right, we don't have the license, but they give people the tools to be able to right, do it. right. And, and obviously, Sony's completely aware that this exists and this is a thing, and people live for this. You know, an MLB. Yeah, because you can lock it down where it's just like this can't be updated. Right. Yeah. It can only or it can only be updated by us. Right. So that we can update the the rosters later on. And and so it's allowed to happen, and I love it. Like I I can get all of the minor league players. But that's why I feel like we aren't going to get another NCAA football game because they could have done it where it will be completely updated and it'll be just like an NCAA football game that EA Sports can say, "Well, this wasn't us. We didn't do that. That was." 
Pussy Slayer 62 who did it. <laughs> you went there with it. I did. Well, because that's <laughs> what the every flag is name. Flipped. And that's what every name yeah. that I've encountered on Xbox Live is. Is just like, well, Pussy Slayer at your mom's box. <laughs> Cool, man. <laughs> I don't spend enough time I'm on just, the internet, I I'm guess. Just, well, this is also like back when I played I was gonna Halo. Say, this this like, is college this days. Is, <laughs> this sounds like mid-90s user handles. <laughs> Pussy Slayers. XXX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lowercase X, lowercase X, uppercase X. <laughs> Douche Nozzle 42. Yeah. Oh, XXX. Oh, man. Yep, that's that's how all the names were. Um, all right, well. So interesting, but I mean, ultimately, I don't. that's why... As much of a, a step forward as it is for the NCAA, they still take two steps back with the you know protocol as far as transferring because this one may amount to a whole lot of nothing. Which it probably will. I mean, right. and uh, I mean the whole like we said, the whole idea of them going through and forming this committee. All they did was say they were doing a committee. We have no idea if the if this is a good thing or a bad thing. And based on the NCAA's track record, Dan makes a good point. probably a bad thing. Dan makes a good point saying that I didn't buy MLB because of rosters and the game didn't change, etc. Lies. Dude was too busy chasing around all them damn kids. Uh, I know my video game has suffered the same. Gaming has suffered the same fate. And it's true. That's also part of it. Uh, there's no, There was no rush to get it. Once upon a time, I would have bought the game release date and then just kind of milled around, played the game until the rosters before I started my franchise. Yeah. This one, it was totally... I don't need to bother getting it because, I mean, what? I don't have much time to play it anyway, so I can sit out the first month, and once the rosters go online, then I'll go pick it up. Right. There was really no rush, so Dan does make a very good point. <laughs> uh, Pat says all those names are banned now, so that's, <laughs> that's how old we are that I still think of Pussy Slayer 62 uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, Pat's got to be like, all right, well, I'll just be like, 1K Coney Crusher. Like, that's going to be his... <laughs> His new <laughs> PS4 handle. Uh, you're welcome for that one, Pat. Uh, 1K Coney Crusher. I think that's a solid name. I do like that name. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about this lottery. So the let's Pelicans get the number one pick uh, based on the lottery, and Rudy Gobert came out and said the Pelicans get the number one pick, and this is the end of tanking as we know it. It's done because the Pelicans weren't even one of the top three. They didn't even have one of the, the best chances to get the, the pick, and they end up getting the number one pick. So he's his stance is basically, see, now you don't have to tank. You can still get the number one pick. Hold up for a second. <laughs> timeout. The Zach Morris timeout on this one. Because uh, didn't the Pelicans sit AD for an extended period of time during the season? Because they were trying to get better. T- right, because they wanted yeah. the so So you did fucking tank, man. The Pelicans did tank. They didn't tank as well as New York did. They didn't tank as well as the Cavs did. But you tanked. Uh, right. you, you sat one of the best players in the league. And I know there's contract negotiations and AD wants out of New Orleans. But there was some tanking going on in, in that situation uh, to get up into that lottery potential. Uh, so it's not the end of tanking. Tanking will always be here. If Whenever you reward one of the worst teams with the best pick, there will always be tanking. And no matter the format that takes, whether you do the just up, oh, well, it's just draft or, you know, it's just order of, you know, crappiest to, to best like the NFL and everybody else does. Or you do this where, all right, your percentage is increased on how many ping pong balls you're going to get. No matter what, there's an incentive to do worse on right. purpose if you're a team that knows we got no shot. Yeah. My problem with this entire thing isn't how it goes down. It's it's that 
So they've got this lottery, and I like that the NBA has something that's unique from other sports. I just don't like how they handle it. Agree. Because yeah. they, they, they mention ping pong balls, and this is how many you get, and this is the percentage you have. We never see the ping pong balls. Right. And, and all we ever talk about, we talked about it last week. It gets talked about it all the way leading up. It's been talked about it since the, the Patrick Ewing draft for the Knicks and the frozen envelope is that there's these conspiracy theories that they rig the thing. And the reason why is because that part of the process isn't shown to us. Yeah. Why are you opening up the envelopes in front of us, but you don't just straight, hey, just make it like a regular lotto. The lottery. You see the balls the flopping bo- around. Yeah, the balls yeah. are flopping around. Hey. You got balls flopping everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Commissioner comes in. Hey, everybody, we're here tonight. You know, grabs a hold of those like, flopping balls. Yeah, and it just the thing sucks it up, and you see it live. There is no controversy because everybody sees the ball come right. out, the logo on the ball. You know, the, the the commissioner holds up the logo, and it's like this team has this pick, and this team has this pick, and you just go down the line. I don't understand why that process is done behind closed doors and essentially literally it could be them drawing names out of a hat right like what yeah. is what, what would even be the point of doing the whole lottery ball Dude, thing if nobody is seeing it? churches get this right with reverse raffles and they don't even have like the normal they're, lottery machine they get the big old crank it. yep the you big know what? old crank that would be a better way of yep. doing this get do like, that on tv and you can even get a representative from each team to come all right it's your turn, your to, turn pick. to crank. see if you can yeah, crank that yeah. crank that barrel and then they crank it and okay now you get to pick it up uh, no right it was you, another sorry. team whatever but yeah. that's the thing. It, not only would it make for more transparency and, and less, n- nobody could say, well, it's rigged because we, we'd see the results right then and there. there. There'd be no question, but it would make for better TV. I, I know everybody already says, well, it's good TV because it only takes 20 minutes and you get to keep on going. And I get that. I don't, I'm cool I don't, with that. I'm I don't not saying di- extend I was going to say, yeah. I don't disagree with that. I just think that the idea that they have this lottery happen but it's behind closed doors and right. nobody sees it except for three people, you know, the commissioner right, and a couple right. of trust advisors. Why do that? Why open yourself up to, yeah, that might be rigged because nobody knows. Yeah. Well, and, and to that point, so social media erupted after this because right. of the, uh, the fact that the, the Pelicans won it and they weren't the worst team and they got the number one pick. Uh, the NFL draft account, uh, tweeted at the NFL. Insane. Yeah, and said, hey, we want a lottery. No. Nope. Fuck you. Yeah. No, no, you don't. No. For all the reasons you just said, right. you don't want that, that lottery pick. Right. But I'm going to take it one step further. I don't want to draft anymore. Like, let's just let these kids come out and each team gets a certain number of signees. So you get in the NFL, there's seven rounds, uh, seven draft rounds. You get to sign seven players. And, and that's, and it's open recruiting. Kids can sign wherever they want to sign. You want to go to the Patriots? Cool. Go negotiate and try to get in with the Patriots. But guess what? There's everybody else trying to get in there, so you well, probably aren't going to get in there. Everybody's always argued, well, you just have these super teams that would form because everybody would want to sign with the team that's hot. But if the there's problem, only a certain number of spots that can be signed. Not only that, the problem is with, with that, that logic is if you're coming in as the number one quarterback, why in the F would you want to sign with the Patriots? Right, why you are you going to sit behind Brady? You would exactly. never sign with the Patriots. You would sign with a team where you thought, I've got the best chance to start here, or this is a team that needs a quarterback. Uh, this team has a coach that fits my style. Or this team is one that I might be able to get over the hump, not... Oh great! Now I'm stuck in fucking New Orleans for four or five years during this contract, right? And I'm stuck losing because this management is god awful. Let him go and sign with 
Like anybody I, who wants. I'm all I'm all for just opening up to a, a free market because again, much like <laughs> regular jobs too. I mean, me and you aren't drafted to our jobs. Can you imagine if that's how it worked in the real world? Where it was like, congratulations, you finished college. Yeah, uh, you know what? I can imagine no. it would be better because I would have got drafted by it. I'm just going to stop right there. It's, yeah, I, I, do, I do think about that sometimes. And I think about how I got, got taken by the Browns. And I've resigned with them multiple times because I'm stupid. Well, you know what the nice thing will be if you did go somewhere else? They would let you sign for a day, and you can retire as a, <laughs> as a Brown later on. Only if I sign with the Chiefs of the corporate world, because <laughs> that's their mo these days. Hey, did you play for the Chiefs? You want a one-day contract? You got it. Oh, you're ready to retire. Let's see. Did you ever play for us? Uh, three weeks back in September before we cut you. Yep, I'll let you retire. You were on the practice squad. <laughs> you're in. Uh, but yes, I would prefer if we just did away with drafts and all the sports. I, no, I agree. Do a recruiting thing, and then and, that's, what, and that. that's that's coming from somebody who enjoys the drafts. I enjoy the the spectacle of it well, all. Well, and you and can I do. still you can still keep it all a secret. Like you don't necessarily have to say who was signed, and then the it teams could be still can be an announcement up. show, right? Yeah, yeah, the teams can still announce. No, who I, their I totally get it. It just were. wouldn't be as exciting from the way that like the drama that unfolds with the way the drafts go down. But oh, we're getting a call in. We're getting I'm a call in here to the, the drunk, drunk line. line. How uh, about that? It's been a while. Forgot what it sounded like. <laughs> What's that noise? Craft Root Sports, who's this? And this is why we have Craft Root Sports, who's this? Ah, what's up, guys? It's Frankie. Hey, Frankie. Hey, what's up, buddy? Chicago, How you doing, man? What up, buddy? Not a whole lot. I just thought I'd interrupt this one-day contract bullshit garbage <laughs> that you guys are talking about. <laughs> good not call, a, good call. Not a fan, huh, Frankie? No, no, not at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, actually, don't have anything with sports related today. Just wanted to say that Val Kilmer is the greatest Batman ever. Mm, that's a good choice. Val Kilmer's pretty good. You don't like Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer would have been my second worst. <laughs> really? Yeah. You put Val Kilmer at the right above Clooney? Yeah. Well, and, and Clooney above Pattinson, Batman. so there's that. Well, okay, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. So third worst. <laughs> uh, Frankie, who's your worst Batman? Uh, worst Batman is also Clooney, or maybe Christian Bale. See, I like Christian Bale. See, I like Christian Bale, too. He would be my number two right behind. I I still think that the definitive has got to be Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, to me, yeah. is Batman. Really? Look at the face you're making right now. Really? Fix Michael your face. Michael. I mean, I get it. He was the first Batman, but no, he wasn't. Adam West was. Well, so okay, sorry. Sense. The first, the first real Batman. Yeah, right. Oh, Jesus. First good Batman. <laughs> but okay. Well, and people are saving. I've seen in the comment section people mentioning Kevin Conroy. That's fine. He's just the voice actor. And yeah, to me, he's the definitive Batman. If you're talking about the voice of Batman, but I mean, I can't. I can't argue somebody who has never suited up. I mean, that's, I, I feel that's like, a fair point. I feel like we're just talking about suited up. But if you're just talking about voice and like playing the character in any capacity, yeah, then Kevin Conroy is Batman. All right, Frankie, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one step further with you, man. Uh, of course. Who's your best Joker? Best Joker, Jack Nicholson, hands down. <sighs> See, you guys are just stuck in that no, in that no, '80s no. Batman, bro. First of all. It, it, that has nothing to do with it, man. That those were good. <laughs> they were good, but they weren't the best. I'm I sorry. I mean, I feel like Heath Ledger was the best Joker, but I, you know, <laughs> it still doesn't change but the I, fact that I would have loved to see him face off against Michael Keaton's Batman. <laughs> Let's get. But nuts. that's not true. I became a Val <laughs> yes. Kilmer as my favorite Batman. 
That's a good point. You're right, Frankie. I'm I'm just he also, he I, also had the best he also had the best villains, Riddler and Two Face. Come on. You can't match uh, I now I will agree that Riddler because Jim Carrey as Riddler was fantastic, but uh, Two Face with Tommy Lee Jones was not very good. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't really like it. It was too it, he tried to copy carry too much it was like he was trying to keep well up. you got to you i mean you're well yeah but the riddler is a character that carry turned into somebody that you could see the Rid- like two-face was always much more serious and <laughs> tommy lee jones made him into a cartoon character. It, was, <laughs> it was real goofy I, I just didn't like his portrayal of it and if it was going to be somebody like portraying that it wouldn't be tommy lee jones because again tommy lee jones is like your hard ass dad character. Right. That's not a fair your, point. You know, hey, we're going to shoot people up. <laughs> Half my face is sagging. It was just weird. <laughs> Frankie, uh, I would ask what you're drinking tonight, but what are you smoking tonight? Um, actually, it's Sour OG. This sour is, uh, OG. He's beating us yeah, to the sours again. <laughs> Say again? Uh, I said you're beating us to the sours again. We were talking about having how we have to have sour beers on the show, and here you are with your sour kush. And we're we're messing yeah, absolutely, up, man. Because this is this is a Mount Rushmore strain. You guys were talking about it the other day. This is definitely a Mount Rushmore strain. Nice, man. All right. Well, uh, we'll have to make our way up to. Maybe we'll do a live show from Chicago. I gotta get back and to we'll Chicago. Do, just to, I gotta get some more of that. We'll Air just Jordan. do. We'll do some. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll just do like Natterdays <laughs> on the show, but pre-show it'll be a craft uh, weed sports, and we'll uh, craft weed we'll feel sports. really good. <laughs> Frankie, thanks for the well, call, bud. All right, you guys have a good night. Good to hear all from right, you, man. Cheers, Talk man. to you. Yeah, of course. Let's <laughs> <Right. laughs> see, man. <laughs> I love that Frankie, no fucks given. He's just yeah. like, yeah, it's Sour OG. Uh, it's a, it's Mount Rushmore Kush. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> do, do what makes you, you know, enjoy the show more. And if that's, you know, that's a Sour Kush, that's, I'm here for it. Uh, did your Siri just catch up on uh, on Sour Kush? Yeah, well, no. I, I'm looking at it, and somehow it said it recognized, do it makes you enjoyed the show more. And that's what cool. it responded to. I'm not sure I understand. Well, I'm not sure I understand either how it picked up on those words, because that's uh, not what I said. Cool. Uh, anyway. Thanks, Siri. PJ, uh, PJ's in the show. PJ says, what's up, guys? Uh, shout out, PJ. They did uh, an awesome show Tuesday at a Central Guy Talk where they did a, a eating contest for this New Jersey food uh apparently there's a big debate between whether it's called like uh ham roll or or pork i don't know it's it's some weird shit uh new jersey right well i thought the same thing and then i was like wait we eat chili with cinnamon so we can't we have no room to talk here in cincinnati (laughs) Uh, kim says easy on the chiefs burlon so uh kim's yeah kim's a big chiefs fan and i would go easy on them if they would stop with these goddamn one day contracts like that's i they're they're making me not like the chiefs and i want them to do well i want i don't have anything against the chiefs but it is bush league what they're doing with these one day contracts it's absolutely ridiculous that they're signing all of these dudes the one day contracts i don't remember who the guy was today but it was like their third leading receiver of all time it's like why are you getting a one-day contract to retire with the Bo. chiefs man uh it's just crazy to me on on uh on that aspect anyways uh so we are in alignment no more drafts just get rid of them all together have Mix an open recruitment period and let the the coaches and actually we could find out like imagine imagine if bill belichick is just a shitty recruiter so like he's this great offensive that would mind, be fantastic. and then he but he can't recruit anybody. So now he's a terrible coach, and he's it completely changes how he's regarded. I think that could tip some scales in in different teams' favors as well. 
No, it, it, there's so many factors that people aren't thinking of because immediately everybody just assumes, well, the best players will want to go to the best team, but it really it would not actually. If you work limit out the that, number, it'll it'll be fine. Well, I don't even think you have to limit the number. I legitimately think that you'll get it to where I know everybody thinks. Well, when you look at Alabama, everybody's lining up to play there. But the reason that there's so many guys that are recruited by Saban and the, you know the top schools is that there's a finite number of games and years that those players can play ahead of them. So even if the number one recruit for the last three years assigned at your position, you know that at some point you're going to get your shot because all right. of those guys will leave. If you sign a contract in the NFL... You have no idea exactly. how long that guy will be in the, again. In the case of Tom, Tom Brady, Brady, yeah, like Tom Brady's been there since nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, Tom Brady is sixty-eight years old <laughs> and still starting in the NFL. <laughs> like, if you were a quarterback, if you were Kyler Murray, you would never sign there, right? Like, exactly. What, what would be the incentive to sign there? And so, when you're talking about the best players. Like, yes, sure, they would probably get a couple of guys here and there where you're like, man, that just sucks. But to be honest with you, when you look at NFL free agency. Isn't that what happens anyway? Exactly. The Patriots end up getting all these guys right. where everybody complains, man, how do the Patriots do it? And how do they convince it? They just re-signed <laughs> Jamie Collins. They shipped Jamie Collins off to the Browns two years ago for for nothing. For nuts and bolts. Let that happen. They shipped him off for nothing. He sucked with the Browns. They they release him, and the Patriots pick him right back up. And the funniest part is, while he was with the Browns, did nothing. Could probably go back to being a pro bowler right now. Dude, with he's going to kill it. And all the Patriots. the Patriots had to do was spend two years without him going to a Super Bowl and winning another. <laughs> and now they'll have another perfect guy for that. Like, it's just unbelievable. So, yeah, I mean, what people don't understand what they're really actually complaining about is regular free agency. So, if you don't like the idea of doing away with the draft and just having a free market, then you shouldn't be on board with free agency. Yeah, and all you're that. 100% right about that. It, that would mean at the end of the year, oh, well, there should be a draft for all the guys who, you know, are now free agents. Yeah. Like, that's what you believe in. And if, and as much as everybody enjoys the idea Ooh. of free agency, I don't think anybody would sign up for that. Hang on a second, though. I'm back on board with the draft. If that means the free agents go into a draft pool and we get to draft free agents uh, with, as well. With the incoming with class. With the incoming class. Now yes. that would be interesting. Just mix it all up. Could you, you imagine if Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell was in the mix with right. all these incoming Right. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, Kyler yeah, Murray. Yeah, yeah. Are, do you really want to forego uh, going to the A's? Or uh, do you want to go up against Le'Veon Bell and try to get drafted number one overall? Because you might not get drafted number one overall now. You might fall back into the second round because there's a shitload of free agents who have been in the league for so long and know the league, know how to play it. And those guys are now in the draft pool. I I might have just flipped my stance as long as... <laughs> that would be interesting. But you know what? Again, I would be, I would be on board for all or nothing. Either you have this, right, right. like, free agency is included and, you know, you're drafting all these guys, or free market for both. Like, yeah. There is no more draft. Yeah, we either, need to go, like we either need to go hard full and fast. slave trade or no slaves <laughs> at all. Like, that's where we need to go on this one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, in that case, let my people go. <laughs> and I can say that confidently because it's mostly half of my people. <laughs> And, and the other half, they'll be all right. Do you hear about Tiger and John Daly? No. Weird, man. <laughs> Weird stuff. Speaking of white and black, Tiger and John Daly. 
So the PGA Championship is this oh, week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Tiger had a really terrible first round. All those people who thought Tiger might get a Grand Slam this year, sorely mistaken after his first round. He's pretty much out of contention at this well, point already. And that, to me, seems weird that people would would think that, like, yeah, he was back. Yeah, he won the Masters. But in my mind, I thought, okay, so that's probably, like, we're going to chill on the Tiger thing for a little while. I don't think that he'll come back and win the very next tournament like and just start rattling off tournaments. In my mind, it was... Oh, he won that Masters? Okay, cool. Well, it'll be a little bit. There'll be like a breathing period because he's at that point in his career and life where it's not, he's not just going to stack things up. Right. So for well, anybody to think immediately, and not like, only if that, you went he out and bet played, Tiger for the next tournament, then you're kind of a fool. And he hasn't played since the Masters, so it's, he's got this kind of layoff. But anyways, John Daly petitioned the, the PGA to let him use a golf cart because he's got some type of bone issue. So he's got lifetime entry to the PGA Championship because he won it back in like 1991 or something like that. Okay. So he is always invited to play, uh, but he's having some medical issues. His doctor hasn't cleared him to walk downhill. Does he have a him in hand? Uh, yes, probably. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that... Because <laughs> if, I, if I ever get a drink named after me, rest assured that that's all I'm drinking Actually, for the rest sup- of my life. Supposedly, John Daly has like really... like helped himself out. He's exercising more. He's cutting down on the booze, but he said, still smoking my cigs. So <laughs> good for you, John Daly. But he's got this like, some vices just got to stay. Hey, I mean, you can't be clean and sober. Nobody likes to hang out with that dude. Uh, but anyways, he's got this disease where his bones are like brittle or something. His doctor was like, you can't really walk downhill. So I can't really release you to play in this tournament. So he petitioned the PGA to let him use a cart on the course. And, Somebody asked Tiger, like, hey, what do you think about John Daly using a cart? And Tiger's response was, mm, I walked with a broken leg, so, you know, mm. which is throwing a little shade at John Daly there. Yeah. Um, also, uh, different shades, Tiger. I mean, I don't, I get that you were going about it. Old age. And right. Fat, John and Daly's like, like yeah, on, John man. Daly's an old man. He, He's got a legitimate medical he, condition. You're going to little, little apples to oranges yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> your, your broken leg isn't the same as complete old age and yeah, medical diagnosis. You know, I, I get, don't get me wrong, I get being in that position of wanting to not feel like you're getting slighted for something and somebody else not benefiting, but there's different strokes for different folks, man. And it, it just can't be upset about it and take it out. It seems a little petty. Well, and Tiger. let's face it, John Daly riding in a cart, not really going to give him much of an advantage and over the rest of the field. I think that's the stance I would have taken if I was Tiger is, I mean, I'm Tiger Woods. Anything that anybody else thinks that they can do to gain any sort of advantage, let them do it. If it's, Riding in a cart to the next hole, I, you know, I don't, I, that, that wouldn't concern me. Like, I'm Tiger Woods. Everybody can drive to the next hole. I'll walk right. and I'll still beat all of y'all. I'll still out putt everybody here. Uh, and I mean, that would be the stance that I would take just because why not? You know, if you're him, but it just seems a little, uh, you've got bigger fish to fry, Tiger. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I would have been like, 
I'm chasing Jack Nicholas and old time history. Like, uh, I'm not worried about why John is he gonna throw Daly? shade at John Daly? Like <laughs> at least make it funny at that point where it's like, what do you think of John Daly riding in a golf cart? Uh, it's gonna be hard to see his funny pants then, and then move on. Like make a stupid joke about it, but don't try to go hard on the dude. Uh, PJ, by the way, has a, a, a uh, good question. Good question. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Uh, he's got a uh, a watch party going on. Uh, Essential guys talk. Uh, so thank you, PJ, for starting that up. Shout out to everybody at EGT. Uh, they're doing a, a charity softball tournament coming up soon here. Good luck, and, fellas. Uh, I hope you can, PJ, if you can live stream that, that'd be amazing. Anyways, uh, they're asking what cups we're drinking out of the bats. These are from Thompson Mugs. Uh, dugout mugs. Dugout mugs. Dot online slash craft. You get 10% off your order, but this one actually custom has, logo. Yeah, this one, they, they'll do custom logos. Uh, you can actually, uh, go ahead and check that out right there. That's our logo on the, they got all 30 MLB teams licensed. They got signatures from players. <laughs> you could uh, even get a horrible Mets logo on one of these bats. <laughs> So there's that, PJ. <laughs> uh, that deserves a little rap hair on that one. PJ trying to help us out. You go ahead and shit all over him. Thank you, Scott. Uh, well done, man. Uh, Andy says Tiger's just mad that Daly still has hair. That's uh, that's a fair point. And PJ says they will be live streaming that on Essential Good. Guy Talk. So that's we'll that's awesome. Making sure that we share that out in the group and let everybody know. Yes. Uh, yes. So thank you, PJ, for doing that. All right. Uh, so Tiger not yeah, going to do anything like, with the Like I was saying, though, I mean, if... For some reason, John Daly was his super competition, and this was viewed as kind of an equalizer. I could get maybe being a little peeved, but John Daly's just there. Right. <laughs> John Daly's just there to, to drink beer and have fun. And he's sign not, some autographs. He ain't going to win shit. Man. Yeah, he but, is not. Dude, can I tell you how much I would love to have John Daly on this show? That is Jesus like Christ. that is like. Could you talk about? For me I was right gonna say, could you talk about penultimate show for <laughs> us? <laughs> like it was cool having Bronson Arroyo on the show. John Daly would shit all over Bronson Arroyo's appearance. The, it would be us burning down the entire city, and then the next week not having an answer for it. That, that's that's what the equivalent would be. And it would be out of context too. It'd be like, wait a minute, why did they burn down the entire show? That's weird. And they're quitting the next week. Weird. All right, hang on. Let's get into this then, because clearly you've got feelings about uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, No. If you guys haven't seen the most recent episode of Game of Thrones, don't exit out of the show. Just mute for a little bit. We're going to talk really quickly about this season. Uh, Everybody is all up in arms about this season of Game of Thrones. They don't like it. They're not happy. They're really pissed off. It feels rushed. Uh, Ah, Matt Barr coming in with the wow Mets slander. Yeah, Mets slander on this (laughs) show. They're they're the Mets. And even if I wasn't a Braves fan. Just from the Braves fan. Even if I wasn't a Braves fan, I would slander both those New York baseball clubs. I don't have a problem with the Mets. I hate them. Uh, they don't like Jesse Winker, and I'm kind of cool with that. I like that there's going to be a little rivalry between the Winker like and the Mets. I feel like you and I are bonding over the fact that you know, I didn't, we just don't like the Mets. I mean, Robin Ventura and all of the gang, they can blow me. Every single one of the Mets. All right, so did you see the petition about Game of Thrones, by the way? Uh, absolutely did. And while It's the I, dumbest thing in the world, right? It, it, it absolutely is. Okay. Like, don't get right, me wrong. Go. I'm not thrilled about this season. I'm not exactly happy with the thing, way things have written. It, it's been predictable, but it's just been sloppily done and hastily done because there's only six episodes. So, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not a big fan of how it's done, but these petitions always kill me. Because if you're that upset and it affects your life that much about a fic, 
fictitious show or something like, you know, that you have no stake in really other than watching. How are you that upset? Really? It's like, it's crazy that you would get that mad that you would start a petition. Right. And have, they have a, like a shitload of signatures on that, too. I think it's up to 100,000, something like I that. I saw PJ make the, the point. He's like, cool, it'll only cost you about $100 million. Go ahead and start a GoFundMe, and then you can get that, that additional season. Whoa, 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 Frankie. Yeah. You motherfucker, you. Frankie dropping in. The Atlanta Braves, the baseball version of the silver medal. This um, son of a bitch. Never take his calls again. <laughs> He's got to atone for his sins. Goddamn Cubs fans win one World Series in 108 years, and all of a sudden they got cash to talk. <laughs> Speaking of that, I haven't checked. Has, uh, has that game resumed yet, the Reds and, and the Cubs? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> asking me. Nope, still on a rain delay. Cool. Um all right, so you're not you're not a fan of this season, not a fan of this season, but I am never a fan of petitions for something like that. Like, it's, you know what? I there's been many uh, uh, versions of media, both you know, movies, TV, video games, where I haven't agreed in the direction that the you know whatever it is took, and I'm not happy with the storyline. But at the end of the day, I, it's one of those. You take it or leave it. If you don't like the way things are going, then don't watch. And if right. you don't enjoy the way things have gone, then, you know, someday you just, hey, you know, I really love Game of Thrones, but I didn't love the ending. I mean, there's so many shows or so many, like, different forms of entertainment, you know, books even, where you can read an entire What's that? book. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. The things that you read. What? Yeah. Read? Do you do that? Scroll. That's weird. Okay, scroll. Okay, I'm on board now. Okay, yeah. Move your finger up. There we go. Now I'm on board. Okay, yeah. Yeah. These are tweets. Okay, it's a really long tweet. Where, you know, you enjoy it, and you maybe get to a certain (laughs) part, and you think, wow, this is horrible. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to ruin your entire experience for the whole thing. Like, for me, Game of Thrones, you know what? I really enjoy the show. I I love the show, in fact. And it maybe isn't ending how I had hoped that it would end, not how I envisioned it ending. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, I'm not going to storm the castle, for lack of a better phrase. Like, (laughs) it's just the way it is. And that's just how things go in life, where things just don't necessarily end how you hope they end. I mean, and and I know a lot of people are like, well, people are upset because the show is not ending how they thought it would. And I... I feel attacked by that because I'm upset and it's not that I'm, I'm mad that it's not going how I thought I, how I thought it would. I'm mad because it's going how a predictable show would go. Andy wants to know if we can start a petition to bring Joe back. Goddamn, please. Please. <laughs> uh, actually, rumor is Joe will be back next week. So his lacrosse team unfortunately got eliminated from the playoffs this week. Uh, they had a, a rough go against Moeller. So Joe will. Should be back next week. Uh, we thought he was coming back this week, but then they had equipment turn in, which is just Joe talk for, I don't want to see you guys yet. Uh, yeah. So they had to take a week off from us. Hopefully, I even had a good beer ready to go. We were going to have that fruit slave, the, the fruit stripe. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's fine. Fruit we can, slave? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called fruit slave. I don't know if I can drink that. Yeah, you can. And you're going to love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways... Uh, yeah, I'm not upset that the show isn't going how I predicted it would go. I'm mad that it's predictable. And I think that's what's so frustrating no, see, see, for most people. But that's not my problem. It can be predictable. It's just the journey in getting to the predictability. The journey there was completely rushed. Like, Which, no, I, no, no. I, here's, I predicted the way things were going to go down. But it's here's just the that thing. they happened within a, hey, by the way, this happens, this happens, this happened, and... 
we're going to forgo any type of storytelling up but to the that show, point. But the show up to this point, the reason why it's so popular and the reason why so many people are into it, besides being an, an amazing cinematography uh, you know, journey and great storytelling, is the fact that it doesn't restrict itself to predictability. The show is, the show is built on... Hey, you think this is going to happen? Guess what? Season I one, know, your main character is getting well, killed I know off. what you're saying, but Good it, luck. It, it's unpredictability in the first parts. But if you've been paying attention, at the when you get to the end, there's only so many things that I understand. There's Right. And character so, is, and so like, is logically, low, yes. like there isn't necessarily... Like, the predictability isn't the issue. It's the execution of the predictability. Right. right. And so, because they were like, all right, well, we're only going to do six episodes. Get to, you can get to the predictable end... In an unpredictable way. Right. And, but, and, and that's, that's why I not like, happening. You're getting to the predictable end in like, a predictable way. But I feel like that's because they... they why are we arguing? Themselves. We're on the same size on we this. We are. No, but I mean, that's like... <laughs> we're arguing like how they got there, though. I mean, I just feel like if there were 10 episodes to the season, that the complaints wouldn't be as great because there you know would what? have been more logical ways of getting there. You know what show ended predictably, but it was great? Friends. Everybody knew Friends. Ross and Rachel was getting yeah, together, yeah, and they did. they did. She got off the plane, and Ross was excited. You know who else was excited? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is a Friends fanatic. Do you like that transition? That's how you do it as a professional right there. Uh, Kyrie Irving has a Friends tattoo that he got roasted for, and today they launched all-new Kyrie Irving <laughs> Friends-inspired shoes. Okay. Gary dropped in with Notre Dame season is still predictable. Disappointment, yet you still watch. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> wow. I'm laughing, but the same applies for all my teams, wow. too. <laughs> I know the Braves aren't going to win. Dick move, Gary. You talk about Chicago fans in their uh, one World Series. Gary's a, an Eagles fan, so he gets that oh, Super Bowl, and all yeah, of a sudden, so it's yep, yep. Philadelphia, baby. <laughs> Fucking Eagles fans. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> he's right, though. That is predictable Notre Dame season. It's like, ah, here comes the hype, and we shit down our legs. Cool. Uh, but anyways, these shoes, I'm on board with all black shoes. They've got the Friends colors from the logo on the shoe. It's got the Friends logo inside the heel. And then it's got Kyrie Irving's name written along the side in that Friends logo uh, font. So it says Kyrie, but it's written like it's the Friends logo. Would you wear Friends-inspired shoes? I know it's a super white guy show, but or white people show. Would you Would you? Half wear of me shoes? loves that show. <laughs> And the other half that doesn't is asking, yeah, I mean, Nike's paying me, right? So, of course, I would. Hit the sellout drop. No doubt I'd be in there. Uh, it's 9.50, though. I mean, I feel like we've got to wrap things up. Uh, I guess we do. results. And we do have to get to. Stuff, all right. So. Well, fair enough, then. In that case, uh, let's let's find the, the screen here. So, let's get into Consumer Can It. Uh, brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Uh, we love our friends at Tavor. That's where we get pretty much every beer that we drink on the show. Uh, if you want to drink these same beers, download the Tavor app. Use the code 258023, and you are going to get $10 off your second order. Uh, Scott, you want to do a read tonight? or Because I've taken all of them, so I'm sorry. I, I know. Do I, I mean, I'm not upset with you, but I just at this point figured I wasn't going to read it. Cool. Then I got this next one. Cool. It's also brought to you by Morning Recovery. Uh, Morning <laughs> Recovery are the saviors of the show. We drink a lot of beer, and we end up feeling really good at the end of the show. Uh, but that makes for really shitty Friday mornings. But Morning Recovery is there to help us out. Uh, Morning Recovery is a drink that you take 
uh, up to an hour after drinking, you're going to feel like a million bucks the next day. Get 20% off your order at morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Real quick, we never got to our dickhead of the week. I'm going with Daryl Rivas because he didn't pay a uh, an artist who he commissioned art for. And oh, that artist yeah. had to take to Twitter and uh, basically snuff him out. Yeah, I'm going with BrewDog because they fake interviewed people for a marketing position and then stole their ideas and used them. So there's... Brew Sounds dog. like Oreo when they were like, hey, flavor right, contest, right. and then didn't pay anybody yeah, for exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. BrewDog also uh, is my my dickhead of the week because they have a non-alcoholic IPA coming out. So What the f- Exactly. Right? BrewDog, your motherfucker of the week. That slides right on into uh, Consumer Canon and why I'm canning this beer because it's just okay. It's a 6%. It's IPA that doesn't distinguish itself. It's good. It's fine. But we've graduated to, and I feel like we are now IPA enough snobs to say, this beer ain't something that I'd be getting again. So I'm going to can it. This is a good beer. I would drink this again. But I'm also canning it just because it did not deliver on what was promised. It didn't deliver what was promised, and there it just no doesn't. Fruit it doesn't distinguish itself. Like there's nothing that I can say. Oh man, hey, remember what was that one beer that we had? That and you'd be like, oh hey, it was modern times. You know, it was the like this. This is the most forgettable IPA that we've had probably on the entire show, just because. There's Which is crazy cool. because this is a really solid IPA. Like this IPA, if you're looking for just a solid, basic IPA, this is a good go-to. But that's, but that's where we, we've gotten better and we've come a long way with our taste. And I, this is how I know we're, we're doing better by our listeners overall is when we can say that this type of beer, it's just there's nothing special about it. Get it to try it. But this, this if I, if I was a consistent like basic oh IPAs are my go to this would be the can of beer that I had in on tap this would be my Bud Light of IPAs wow it's All it's right. that just basic consumer to can it brought to you by Tavor and More Labs and never again by Modern Times beer. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't. They go like us, but I don't care. I mean, I mean, guys, you made a good beer. You just didn't make a memorable or great beer. That's. I mean, that's a harsh. That might have been your harshest criticism of a beer to date. Because again, I I have come to expect certain things, and these, especially from these IPAs, as we've been, you know, logging so many no, of them. You're, back you're to back 100% to back. right. Just like we got about no. five more, uh, five more on the shelf, and like another three that are coming. So uh, it's going to be a, a long IPA haul as well. All right, let's talk about this poll this week. We did some dumb shit. Uh, Snapchat, all the rage this week with the gender swap pictures. So we did the same thing, and we put it up there uh, as in, who do you want to bang? Uh, Mike or Scott? Female Mike or female Scott? Uh, this one wasn't close to start with. It wasn't close to end with. Uh, congrats, I guess, Scott, because 84% of the audience wants to bang you. So I, I guess I won. Congrats. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. You know, we, we have so many dudes that listen to us, and I don't know if that's a win or a loss that all of y'all are thinking I'm sexy and would hit hit this. I don't know. I had fun with this, though. It was a very funny exercise to see us both as girls and have people judge I still us. Think, I still think the fact that I took my picture first, I should have redone it after yours came through because you've got – 
the girl picture. It, mine was well. See, but I thought yours was originally a girl picture because you even stated, "Oh, I got the duck I got face." The, yep, in I there. did the duck lips. You, you did. I remember thinking head tilt. I remember thinking, man, how am I gonna do anything that tops this? It wasn't until I got home on the couch and I, I I saw the pink pillow and I thought, all right, well, whatever I do, this pink pillow is gonna be involved. You know what I need? To I'll do just do an overhead shot. You know what I needed to do? I needed to redo this or take the picture and then put it through an Instagram filter, then I would have been all right. That's my problem. I uh, went straight Snapchat filter. Yours looks like the Instagram filter uh, that, that was like, all right, now we're going to do even more to it. I didn't do anything to it, though. That's just all natural, baby. Just straight filters. It's just all natural Snapchat filter. Yeah, this is how good I would look <laughs> if I was a female. How you like it now? If you guys missed that, go on over to our Facebook page or Twitter at Crafty Sports, and you can see the pictures. Uh, I really think I know I still owe my craft brood, uh, my degenerate dartboard of Dune punishment, where I have to reenact the Instagram models. I might do them in the Snapchat filter if it still exists. Because that's the thing about those Snapchat. I know they go quick. That's what I'm saying. I might do it like this weekend. Like set it up this weekend, and it'll be Snapchat filter Mike doing the degenerate dartboard of doom because then i could always deny that it's actually me it could just be the skanky girl <laughs> skanky mike skanky mike the highlights of the show skanky mike and robert pattinson is batman how the fuck is he batman that's dc insane just to keeps me. fumbling the bag absolutely insane to me well thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you guys for sharing the show for joining in for chiming in uh, thank you. To shout out to all our new listeners. Shout out to everybody who's joined. Shout out to everybody who doesn't regularly show up to the show, but this week, hey, you were there, and we're all about you, new listeners. Hey, we went to war this week with bots and people who were trying to downvote us and give us regular or er, negative reviews. That proves that what we're doing is working. Go on Crack. to our show on iTunes. Rate review subscribe it it helps us more than we knew peaked, about this week peaked at number 74 in sports and rec this week yeah first time ever we cracked the the top 100 in sports and rec so thank you guys for for reviewing and sharing and subscribing it, it's amazing thank you to 12 ounce sports for hosting us uh 12 ounce sports radio tune in uh every day monday through or sunday through saturday Tons of original content on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Mostly Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. for Scout, Team, Scout Radio. Team Radio. Friday afternoons. Friday afternoons for our boy Greg and Sports yes. Dance. Sports Dance uh, right so. before us, if we're lucky. <laughs> One, two, <laughs> But OG. he's always at 2 Sportsradio.com. <laughs> uh, be sure to follow the show at Craft B Sports. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. Tweet at him and tell we, him to we get We think Joe will be back next week. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <gasps> the drunk line is always open for you guys. 44037-DRUNK. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we appreciate you Especially guys so much. Especially if you're Mike's proctologist. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. We out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.